<laughs> Welcome to the Hoosier Hero Podcast. I'm Christian, and with me as always, Colin Cornfed Walker. Cornfed, everybody. Today we got lots of basketball stuff we're going to talk about naturally. Uh, we're going to be talking about Purdue basketball, which is close to my heart. We're going to be talking about the Central Noble Sniper. Connor Asijan, he's a Wisconsin commit. Uh, we're also going to be talking about the most prolific scorer in Indiana history. Okay, And he did it like 60 years ago. And uh, we got a special segment that we're going to try yep. to do every podcast Okay, that involves only him, not me. It's going to be... It's going to be pretty funny. I think you guys are going to like it. Uh, and then the last thing we're going to talk about today is something really dear to my heart. Don't ask me why. But is old former high school gyms and when people like to just tear them down. So we're going to be talking about that, kind of get that out there. And uh, um, again, that could be a debate for even more than just today. <laughs> So, first thing we're going to talk about uh, today in this this week's podcast is a kid named Connor Asijan. He is out of uh, Central Noble, and when I first heard about this kid, I received this like email that's uh, through like uh, Indiana. What is it? IBCA, Indiana Basketball Coaches Association. Mm. I received this email, um, uh, like, I don't know, at least one, something once a week, if not every, I, maybe two weeks, I guess. Um, but first time I heard about this kid was in an email, and it's like they give, like, a player of the week and things like that, or performance of the week, and there's boys and girls. And I started reading about what this, like, the numbers this kid was putting up in, like, in this one game. Uh, I think he had... I, I I think he had like six or eight threes. I think he had eight threes in one of his games. Yeah, just, just torching them. So that kind of caught me off guard. Uh, I was like, who is this dude? I That's wanna... torch gang stuff. Yeah, right there. T- total torch gang stuff. Um, so I looked into him, and there's, again, you can look stuff up online. I'll have some clips rolling here underneath uh, so you guys can see him. Uh, but he is 6'4", okay? and he is a shooting guard, which mm-hmm. is like, like that's that's Big Ten stuff. Obviously, that's Big Ten. That's that's ACC. That's uh, you know that six four shooting guard. That's that's pretty uh, hard to stop. Nice size, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say that's pretty hard to stop in high school basketball. Um, and uh, again, he goes to Central Noble. And uh, a few weeks ago, or a few weeks ago, um, he ended up setting um, the Central or the Noble County scoring record. Okay, and. Uh, that was he had to break two thousand points to do it. I think he. I think he. Uh, the the other one was maybe like nineteen hundred and ninety seven <laughs> points or something. Yeah. And I don't know for sure. Don't quote me on this. Okay. 
but I think it was Brad Miller. He went to one of the other Noble County schools. Like there's West, Central, and East Noble. Uh, mm-hmm. Brad Miller went to Purdue, played in the pros, everything like that. I, that might be his record. Don't quote me. Um, but, yeah, Connor Siege now over 2,000 points. Um, and, I again, I've watched some video of him. Kid can get up, jam it, things yeah. like that, and he can shoot the lights out the ball. Um, just a couple of his – just a couple thing, things that I think are pretty awesome is that Central Noble's 21-2 and two right now. And in some polls, they're ranked, they, they're ranked number, they were ranked number one in the state in 2A. Um, so that's impressive. And um, there's some of his numbers in games are just silly. Um, this isn't all of them, but I wrote some of them down. So it's like he, he had 33, 35, 28, 22. Uh, the 22-point game was of his team's 46. He had uh, 26, 21. He had a 34-point 34, 34 game, 30-point game. 36 and then he dropped 48 in a game wow yeah our team our our men's league team can't even score 48 <laughs> points so i mean we might see this team in the state championship yeah for from, real i mean that's what you see when you go down there yeah. 21 and 2 they're probably yeah. i mean beating teams by yeah a lot large um, increments they yeah. did win their conference tourney i believe um and then his season low on the year is 14 which kind of sounds like oh you know oh he only scored 14 but it's like uh, he's he's probably he, I've been watching I've watched some video of him. He does it in other ways too. Like he's a he's a player and a teammate in other ways. Um, even some of those I call like we call these low scoring. Okay, but like his 21, 26 point games and stuff like that. The some of the spread uh, uh, scoring throughout his team. Like other guys are scoring double digits as well. So yeah, uh, it's that's just kind of testament to that kid. You know, um, but yeah, what do you think about him? Well, he watched I, some video. I watched some video of him and. Uh, the the title of the video, yeah, his name with Larry Bird energy, and I was like, okay, oh, I lo- you know Larry yeah. Bird's my favorite player. If you didn't know, and yeah. I was I was like, wow, this kid's got fundamentals. Yeah, he's yeah. using the he's pump faking like crazy, and that's how he's getting yeah, his yeah, buckets yeah, yeah. a yep. lot of the time. Or you know, at, even at the three point line, people are jumping because he's such to, a You got You got to step out on and him, I, or else he's gonna bust it in your face. Yeah, so, yeah. I love to see, I love to see fundamentals. You don't. Yeah. So he's he, I would say he's not as athletic as probably the normal yeah. Wisconsin recruit or commit. Yeah. But he he uses it in other yeah. ways. He gets to the basket with good old fundamentals. Yep. So um yeah, definitely uh and like uh, something that I kind of saw too, it's like I when he, you know, he's saying throwing in pump fakes and stuff. This kid this kid shoots from beyond the spike line. I mean, he's mm-hmm. way he's way out there. He's on the other side of the county when he's shooting the ball, so you got to get out on him if you don't. Obviously, he's gonna bust it. So um, again, you don't score, you don't hit eight threes in a game, you know, or you don't score forty-eight points in a game, and especially into nowadays, like very yeah. rarely you're gonna score forty-eight points in the paint. So pick your poison. Yeah. So he can, he can um, dunk on you. So and a couple, of, Colin said it. I said it. He's he's committed to Wisconsin, um, and he had. I know he was looking at like Wake Forest. He went and visited Wake Forest. Uh, I know Minnesota was after him. I know that I heard that Matt Painter was after him at Purdue, um, but I know he he ended up narrowing it down, and he was Wisconsin's first commit of this recruiting class. So wow. out of anybody they picked up, he was the first. He was the first. So um, you know, congrats to you yeah, if you're kudos, watching this. Kudos, dude. Yeah, that's that's freaking awesome playing in the Big Ten. And that um, central that central Noble gym is pretty cool. Yeah, too. yeah. I like how. It's got uh, behind the the side where yeah, the players yeah. sit. Yeah, it's kind of like the Civic where it's about six foot up. There's a oh, wall. Oh yeah, yeah. Have gotcha. to check that out sometime. Yeah, 
No less. Yeah. Con- connoisseurs of high school gym. So. So yeah, um, yeah, dude. So just giving a shout out to him if you haven't gone. I obviously we haven't had a chance to go see him, um, but we have watched video and he seems like he's pretty awesome, pretty fun to watch. So yeah, probably uh, make a trip down to the state finals this year. So yeah, let's do it. He, get there. He makes get it, there. Then we'll definitely see him play in person. Yeah, definitely, man. Give you guys some coverage. Yeah. Set up the wood Set up table the podcast uh, right in Gangbridge Fieldhouse. We're getting our press passes, baby. <laughs> yep so um i can go on and on about this for a long time as i said as i i don't maybe people don't know but i'm a huge purdue fan sorry iu fans my bad you don't have to hate me that much but i'm a huge purdue fan um my dad got start He's going to correct me, but I, I'm about 100% positive. When it comes to football, my dad got season football tickets, starting at season football tickets, Drew Brees' senior year. So we've had football tickets that long. And basketball, obviously it's harder to get tickets at Mackey Arena, um, but we've been on the waiting list for quite a, quite a few years. But we try to we try to go to, to as many games as we can down at, down at Mackey Arena. So um, Purdue's pretty hot this year, if you guys don't know that. Okay. Um, and today, today's Sunday, the day before President's Day, so we're filming this, and they just beat Rutgers like an hour ago. And obviously, many of you know that Rutgers, Ron Harper Jr. hit a insane buzzer beater at the beginning of the season to knock them off when they finally reached the number one, uh, number one spot in the country for the first time ever in program history. Um, so the question is, Colin. And again, there's been some uh, naysayers out there. But can mm-hmm. the Boilermakers win the Big Ten first, and can they uh, possibly get to the national title game? What I'm a believer. Think? You're a believer. I'm a believer. Tell me why you're a believer. Um, well, I love the way they play with the the big man Edie. Yeah, I like like that's my favorite type yeah, yeah. of ball. When you have the yeah. the four out with the big man, oh, yeah. so, what is he? Seven foot four. Seven four. Two ninety five, so. baby. And they are just dominating teams. Yeah. Other than, I, I almost lost hope when I watched them play Michigan. Yeah, that was that was a little brutal right there. That was brutal. But, well, I mean, th- if this doesn't go, I'm, I placed a bet <laughs> over a month ago <laughs> that Purdue was going to win it all. Well, that's that's big. That's some big big pants put, right put there. Like man. five bucks down, payouts high. The odds, <laughs> the odds were pretty low, but I. Every year I put yeah. down Purdue to win it all because yeah. I'm a Purdue fan. Yeah. And so if I just keep doing that, you know, yeah. I'm feeling this is the year. There's a lot more hope yep. than than previous times. I, I, I agree with you. Um, I, I obviously when um, I, I I the year that they went to the Elite Eight and was freaking whatever a bucket away, basically, from going to the final four with Carson Edwards his senior year, like. Like at Ryan Klein, um, I think Grady Eifert was on that team, but like uh, that was, I didn't expect that out of that team, I guess. And that's not no knock on any of those guys. Like I just, this year though, I don't know if it's just because they've been able to stay within the, you know, that top, top 10 ish area. So it's like, I don't know if that's, that's a big thing. Um, I don't know if it's the senior leadership. There's a lot of leadership out there that I can see with uh, Trevion Williams and Eric Hunter Jr. Um, 
again, not scoring a ton of points, but man, like just the way he, 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 uh, kind of like himself like uh, how he presents himself in a game and the poise he has especially uh, especially this last like half this last half of the season um he's been doing a really good job um eric hunter jr for you guys that didn't know this he is uh marion counties and this and why i say this is because eric hunter doesn't <laughs> score a lot of points at purdue he is marion county which is indianapolis yeah yeah all-time leading scorer think about all the guys come out of indianapolis Ooh. He is the all-time leading scorer in Mary County history. It's like way, way, way over 2,000 points. It's like, I think it's over 2,500 points. Man. Dude is a bucket. So that is like, to me, even though he doesn't score, when he does hit, I think when it's he's left-handed, every you all know lefties, they're going in. Like I think it's going in every time. So, um, and again, they beat Rutgers tonight. Um, I would have to say pandily. Um, so, yeah, for sure. Um, I like watching Jaden. Jaden Ivy. Oh, yeah. South Bend, yeah, South, South Bend native. I think he went to Lala. He, he went too. to yeah, he went to Mary Mishawaka Marion, and then he ended up uh, oh, Mishawaka. Yeah, he went to Mishawaka Marion. Okay, and then he ended up going, which it's actually it's so weird to think this. Right behind this backdrop, you go that way about two miles up this county road, right behind our house, right here, and you're at Lala Mir. Yeah. It's really weird, and if you've never been there, uh, you know there's a lot of hype around. I'm not trying to. We're talking about Purdue. There's not a lot of hype there, but a little plug. That is a really cool gym. It's a unique gym. It's a unique gym. It's like a swim. It, I ain't gonna get into it. Look it up. Go <laughs> to a game. Was it a swimming pool at it's, one point? That's what it reminds me of. You could fill it up with water. It's it's yeah. I'm not gonna yeah. get into it. But we're Jerry now. That's just up the road actually. So, um, but yeah, uh, Purdue is the most um, when it comes to offense is the most efficient team in the country. Um, uh, number one in the country, but their defense, their defense efficiency is. Um, it's like 150 something, which is, I, you know, this is where the naysayers come in is that there, it would be absolutely unheard of unprecedented. If a team with that, uh, defensive efficiency ranking were to win a national title, like it's, it's next to impossible is basically mm-hmm. what they're saying. And with that also being said is Purdue is 165th in division one basketball and points per game allowed. And obviously the margin is, you know, it's, there's a lot of teams squished into just a few points, but they do allow 68.7 points a game. They are averaging uh, tonight. It went down a skosh, but like 83 points a game. Get this for it. Get this for you. The number one team in holding, holding teams like to the lowest points per game at 55 points per game in the country is North Texas. North Texas knocked Purdue out in the first round of the NCAA tournament last year. So that's kind of kind of ironic. So, um, but yeah, so Purdue's at 165 in the country at points per game, and the team that happened to not, <clears throat> excuse me, happened to knock them out last year is number one in the country at holding people to 55 points a game. So, hmm. pretty crazy, man. That's an interesting stat. I did I did also see too, um, and again, Indiana native. We can talk about this guy all the time, uh, Sasha Stefanovic. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Went to Crown yeah. Point, double nickel. Okay. Number 55, um, Purdue is shooting 40% from the three-point line as a team. It's like 40, wow. it's like 40.8% as a team. So, and today they just, that was before today's game and they were hot today. So, um, can't play D, but you can light it up. They can though. light it up. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Can't, can't beat them up. Can't hold them better score more points than them, right? It's all that yeah. matters. So, 
Um, it's like that one school in uh, Tom Shack's conference where they played Ripon. I can't remember yeah, the team yeah, grew yeah, up yeah. in Wisconsin and their their uh, method. Method was just out, just just shoot every time. Yeah. Like, come down the court, shoot as quick as you can. We don't play D. Yeah, and just it's beat like them all offensively. Only. Yep. Yeah. Wow, that's insane, <laughs> dude. <laughs> that's to the yeah. extreme. Yeah, for sure. So yeah. Um. Yeah, can Purdue win the Big Ten now? Purdue, the Boilermakers. Okay, Boilermakers. Um, they've got three three upcoming like three upcoming games, then Big Ten tournament. Okay, they got they're at Michigan State. Okay, Tom Izzo, Breslin Center, super hard. Yep. Um, should have picked hard. up those tickets from Wags, man. I, I don't know, Joe. I don't know, man. Yeah, you still got them. Yeah, I don't know if Joe still got them. I should have asked sweet. him today when he was reffing. Yeah, that would so, be a really good game to go to. Yeah, they get hype there. So Breslin Center is pretty crazy. Um, at Michigan State, then they got they're at Wisconsin, okay, and then at Mackey Arena. Right now, minimum ticket on StubHub three hundred fifteen dollars for a seat against the IU Hoosiers. So that's uh, I think March fifth. So man, who would have dumped some money? Should be pretty crazy. Or if you're a student there at Purdue, you know, maybe we could slip you some money. Yeah, you give know. us your student ID for the day. <laughs> <laughs> right. In the paint crew, baby. It's going crazy. I mean, I look like I'm 14. Yeah, you'd fit in. Yeah, really I fit well. right in. So I might have to shave, I might have to shave the stash. Yeah. For no sure. college kid could pull off a stash like I look, this. I look like Sherman. <laughs> I look like Sherman from Sherman and Peabody. So, <laughs> so. Colin. Oh. Who is the best scorer in Indiana you've ever seen? Like high school basketball. Who's the best scorer? I don't care who it is. I mean, like, I don't, man. You can be totally biased because I would be biased in a way, someone from my high school. But who, who would you say? That's a tough one. Hmm. Have to go with Ben Walker. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good job, ben. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's funny, man. I'm getting trouble if I say anything else. That's true. Family. It's true. Um, so we're going to be talking about in Who's Your Heroes, Humble Opinion. And it, I truly, like, I mean, it, I guess it can be argued, and it, and it can be argued by standards of, like, today's play is player is, is more athletic, more skilled, more, I mean, all that stuff. Don't get me wrong. Okay, because we're going to be talking about a player um, from graduated in 1957. Okay, um, but arguably, who's your hero's most prolific scorer in state history? Okay, who we think is uh, is a guy named Phil Wills. Okay, um, and Phil Wills went to a super super tiny, like ex- very tiny high school. Um, in Fulton County, which is um, Logan, like Logansport, Rochester. Uh, so this is in northern Indiana, okay, um, area. Okay? And um, the enrollment of Grass Creek, <laughs> take a guess. Lower than Westville? Oh, yeah. Lower take a guess. Lacrosse? The enrollment of the high school was what it was in 19, when he graduated in 1957. It's 75? It's lower. No, lower. That's like one class. Lower. Lower than 75, yes. There is, yes. L- 50 lower, kids. 
How many? 50? Pretty, pretty, 61 kids. 61 kids for the whole school. 61 kids in the entire high school. And this anomaly, I'm going to call it an anomaly, obviously. Yeah. Popped out, okay? And, um, and he did this in the 56-57 season. And so uh, Phil Wills grew up on a farm, okay? And he uh, always played point guard, all right? And he was always... You know, just short, like a point guard, you know, whatever, you know, growing up into like uh, like a, his freshman year of high school, he was like 5'8", running point guard. All of a sudden, like sophomore, junior, and then senior year, he hits growth spurts. He keeps growing and growing, yet he always had the skill of a point guard, and he ended up being 6'5". Wow. So you guys got to think about back then in the 50s, if you're six foot five, you are obviously like... I mean that's that's an anomaly in itself, and you're going to be playing underneath the basket, right? Phil Wills was playing point. What say it? Might have been the tallest kid in the school with only 63 people there. Easily, yeah, I probably mean, easily, yeah. And he um, would end up playing point guard, like, and, and would sh- and would shoot the ball from deep. And what were you going to do when you got six foot five shooting a jump shot in your face? Um, and so. <laughs> That year, his senior year, something, I don't know what really happened, but something just clicked, and he averaged. <laughs> he averaged 42.2 points per game. Wow. Not 32, 42 and a half points per game, essentially, is what he averaged. He must have had some some people that could score on his team or else they would have just put five guys on this. I mean, that's exactly what they did. No, that's what they did. No, still averaging 42. That's, that's, that's what they did. Um, yes. The other team, I heard stories. I've read things. Um, one story was, is that Phil, any, anytime Phil Wills had the ball, they would put something, somebody in front of him playing defense. And there would always be somebody behind him playing defense. So like, let's say you like you stop and pop a jump shot. There's a guy in front of you, and there's a guy behind you trying to swat the ball as you're shooting it. Like tried everything. Um, so uh, yeah, well, and you get, you get good at that. Uh, if you're from the farm, dad can park a planter in front of you, <laughs> just shoot over the in planter, a Model baby. A tractor behind you, and you get used to stuff around you yeah, while you you're go. shooting. <laughs> <laughs> Sack up some hay bales. Put yeah. A face, put a put a. But it wasn't uh, nothing to him. Yeah, right. Um, so uh, he, this dude, obviously just raining, raining buckets. Okay. Uh, so I have some, I have some of his like, you know, scores here that he scored in games. And uh, so he had Tolma High School. He had forty-five against Tolma Star City. He had forty-five against them. Pulaski. He had forty-nine. Like, dude, this dude's just ripping these out. This is like, this is every Friday night. This is what you're going to go see. Um, 47 against Lucerne. Uh, he had 40 <laughs> against Lucerne in the sectional, which was in the old Berry Bowl in Logansport. And um, that set that set the Berry Bowl record for the most points scored in game high in that, in that gym. Okay? It doesn't stop there. He ended up hitting... 53 points against Macy, and then against Maderyville, he, he scored 60. He was tw- 24 for 35, and he was only 12 for 21 from the free throw line. Imagine he hits those free throws. Dude's got, dude's got 
Uh, dude's almost got 70 points. His arm was, his arm was tired. Yeah, man. I guess, so. I guess so. He's probably t- he's probably getting quadruple teamed or five people on him. It's going to be pretty tough. Um, so, yeah. And uh, Phil Wills that year, and this is I think this is a really good argument of why regardless of of like how you know how long ago this was one there's no three point line yeah right? we just got about. done talking about Connor Seijin hitting eight threes in a game that's eight more points right okay that's eight more points um and i would have to say that from what reading that Phil Wills was shooting three balls okay no, even if the gym wall was the three point line cuz the gyms were so small um but that year and this is again really good argument he shot 69% from the field. Let me stop you. That is a Hoosier Hero Podcast stamp of... He's a, <laughs> that's a torture. Stamp of approval from us. So you shoot 69%, you get the stamp I, of approval. Phil Wills starts right now. We're going to have an all-time torch team. The all-time Indiana high school basketball torch team. Phil Wills starts it out. He's the first player on the team. Yep. Phil Wills, you start, he starts it off. We might not have many more to add if you kids keep on sitting on your phones instead of shooting. <laughs> this guy, all he did every day probably, <laughs> shooting in the peach basket. Bucket. He had to Bucket. That's some serious muscle memory. Shooting buckets, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I've been through Grass Creek. And, and and this is this is no knock to to Grass Creek whatsoever, or not. But there is it. There is truly nothing in Grass Creek. Um, I, so that 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 is amazing to me as well. Um, and that 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 this happened there. I guess you could say. Like, would you be as surprised to know that if, if you say? So I majored in histories, right? So I love this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, my degree is in history. Would you be surprised if you heard that the all-time uh, single-season scoring, you know, scoring holder was from Muncie Central or from uh, an Indian, a large Indianapolis school, or from like from Carmel or from mm-hmm. would that that wouldn't no, probably wouldn't surprise, surprise you as much than a kid from Grass Creek, Indiana, population like literally like a hundred. Okay. Do they have uh, a restaurant there? I man? don't know because I've been through it. There's like an old grain elevator that, like me and my me and my dad on our rides, which I'm gonna get to later about me and my dad. Um, it's like an old grain elevator that was half, like it was half coming down. There was a park where the high school used to be. Uh, there's no gym or anything like that still up, and there was just some houses. I don't really remember. There might have been a little storefront that nothing's in it. Yeah. Anymore. Um, so how far is this from us? It's like an hour. It's about an hour. Hour south. Um, like I said, we'll it's like Rochester area, but Fulton, Fulton County. Go ahead. We'll just, well, I was just saying we'll have to check that out sometime. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, uh, so Phil Wills was selected that year as an Indiana All-Star. And and obviously throughout this, I've been putting pictures up. Uh, and you guys will see this picture right now uh, of him on the All-Star team. And in... Obviously, those small schools don't exist anymore in Indiana. They've done consolidated. So he will always hold this record, if you want to call it. He is the, how do I say it? He is, when he was selected the all-star team, Grass Creek 
was the smallest high school ever in enrollment for, for someone to be selected to the all-star team. Does that make sense? So yeah. he came from the smallest school, represented the smallest school ever in, in to be an Indian all-star. Uh, Phil Wills went to good old West Lafayette. Yep. Uh, he graduated from Purdue in 1962, and his game high in a game at Purdue in the Big Ten uh, was 20 points, man. So he can still stroke in college, man. Yeah. So he was a Boilermaker. Um, and then maybe even, I don't know if you wrote this down, I got it written down, but probably the, um, uh, probably like the greatest achievement, which I think is, oh, uh, the, uh, yeah, like this is, this award. just tells you what a kind of guy this guy was. Yep. What did he, what did he end up doing? And he ended up getting two drafted bronze stars and a purple hot heart from uh, Vietnam duty. Yeah. And a presidential citation. A presidential citation. So this wow. dude, when he um, he ended up serving uh, in Vietnam, two bronze stars, a purple heart, and a uh, president citation uh, for his for his service in Vietnam. So that's freaking awesome. Yeah. So um, I respect. That. I believe he. I believe he. He passed away in. I believe in 2016. Um, so it wasn't too long ago he passed away, but he did end up. Um, I think he owned a trucking company. Um, and, and I think he, resi- he ended up residing in Mooresville, Indiana. Uh, but yeah, just insane, dude. Yeah. Six like years this, of service. Th- this record has been intact. And just think about like me and you went and saw Luke Brown play last year against Caleb first. Yeah. That North side. Remember Luke Brown, like kids at ball state now, but I mean, he was unbelievable. Like Luke Brown, he scored 37 points in that game. Didn't t- didn't hit the forty two and a half like Phil Wills, man. I mean, it was just this record still stands. Damon Bailey didn't hit. I I gotta imagine people were traveling pretty far. I to yeah, see this I mean, guy. I'm sure just to see what he had so, to have been the talk so of many funny. towns. That's so funny you say that. So in that year, so Wills is dropping these forty plus game forty plus points games. Okay. Mm-hmm. And against Kiwana, he only had thir- only had thirty nine. And then the headline in the sports section was something like that. Will Will's Will's only has thir- you know, Will's only has or uh poor effort by Will's with thirty nine points. It was like <laughs> and people were people were upset because he didn't break forty. It's like like could you imagine having that way to problem your- to have? I guess. <laughs> Yes, that is. He had the whole school on his back. Yeah, the whole school. <laughs> you want 39? That's all you got? <laughs> wow. So, um, but yeah, we will We will have to maybe get down there. I don't know what we could find in Grass Creek, but um, maybe there's something down there we'll try to uh, try to come up with because I think it's – I. I'm, yeah. it is my – like, don't get me wrong – that I wanted to do this when when we first like we started this podcast you know last we, this is only our second episode this is one of the stories I wanted to first hit because it is one of my absolute favorite history facts uh, when it comes to Indiana high school basketball like and again don't get me wrong love Damon Bailey filled the Hoosier Dome love love hearing about Romeo Langford and what and all the points in Luke Brown and and you can think of other Marion Pierce whom Damon barely broke his record scoring record but this record for some reason I just don't know why. I just couldn't fathom scoring 40, 40, 42 it's points a game. Cool. It's an underdog story. Total underdog Some story. Some guy from Grass Creek. Grass Grass Creek. Hold Top on. of the list. The Grass Creek Panthers. Grass that was their Creek nickname, Panthers. the Grass Creek Panthers. So, Yep. Amazing. Oh, hey. 
Greetings, Indiana basketball fans. My name's Colin. Today, I'd like to talk about a few things on my mind. First, I'd like to thank concession stands everywhere for serving my favorite dish, the walking taco. That ground beef from the plastic baggies, frozen for many years, the crunchy Fritos, lettuce, if you want to call them tomatoes, and a big lop of sour cream. Mmm. Just don't eat one before a game. Secondly, I'd like to thank the man who invented breakaway rims. For those uh, on-the-road games in high school, my three-pointers probably would have popped out if they were uh, tightened correctly. But man, those rattle in, give you that good old Indiana roll. And lastly, and this one's this one's important. I'd like to, like to give a shout out to the McDonald's on 421 in Westville, Indiana. You guys are the reason I wasn't the all-time scorer at Westville High School. Because I had a McChicken and a McDouble, McDouble before every game. The blood wasn't flowing so well, and I wish I would have known that like I do now. Thanks for tuning in to Collins Corner. We're so, back. Yeah, we're back. We're back. Little, little bathroom break. So, um, yeah. So this is uh gonna be our uh, last segment we're gonna talk about today for me and Colin. Um, and. Uh, we, you guys, it's on the channel. Click it, watch it. It's good. It's short. Um, the other day, me and Colin and his girlfriend Mary made a trip to Fort Wayne. We went to Sweetwater Music in Fort Wayne. And on the way back, um, and again, check it out in the video, uh, we stopped by an old high school gym that has a crazy little story behind it. And we had, we didn't, unfortunately, we didn't get to go in it, but still go watch the video. Uh, you guys won't actually. It's pretty hard to believe, yeah. truly, truly. Um, so, but that being said, um, I want to talk about something that me and you like to experience, or it's like an activity we like to do. Um, but I kind of want to talk about how it came about with me and from a very young age, and that is um, going around back roads. Little towns, like middle of nowhere type stuff with my dad as a little kid looking for old high school gyms. Now, in recent times, and when I mean recent times, I'm talking like big social media times like 2014, 15, and then up. It seems to me like with Instagram, YouTube being huge, Facebook, all that kind of stuff that... I, cause I follow this stuff that there's a lot of people looking for the old high school gyms in Indiana. Okay. Um, for good reason. Yeah. They're freaking awesome. They're awesome. Cool stuff. Um, but as a little kid and I'll flash some pictures cause I know my mom has some. Okay. As a little kid, if me and dad needed to go somewhere, it's so like if me and my dad were, cause we're up in the North Northwest part of Indiana and we needed to go across the state somewhere. So say we did have to go to Fort Wayne, all the way east. Say we had to go down to West Lafayette, Purdue football games or basketball games, okay, or 
Cover Bridge Festivals, Park County, places like that. Okay. My dad would not just take the highway. He would take every back road without a map. We never had a map. <laughs> and the idea was, is that Christian, let's go, like, and I'm this little guy, right, from here to, and let's go find these old high school gyms that might still be up. They could be cattle barn. They could have track, you know, tractors in them. Maybe they're, uh, as you'll see, go watch that video. Maybe they're a church, uh, anything like factory, that. factory. Yeah. Yes. Machine shops, like all that kind of stuff or just rotting away or just rotting away. So when I was little, that's what we would do. And it became like, I don't know why it's because I love basketball. I love shooting. Uh, and love playing, but like, and as a little kid, I didn't know it, like what nostalgia was, but I loved it. And I don't know if it's because dad would play Hoosiers for me and I would watch Hoosiers. And like, this is how my dad is. Get this. Like my dad, before the Hoosier gym was what it is now. Okay. It's like this tourist attraction, right? Mm -hmm. You can rent it. I've rented it. My dad and me and my mom went before my, even my brother, my brother's how old are you, Luke? 23? 23. He's 23. Before Luke was born, so I was I had to have been less than five because I'm 28. We went to the Hoosier gym and it was it was like locked up and it was not what it is at all. And we have home video on like a camcorder mm -hmm. of us and this old timer just opened it up and we got to walk around it and it wow. smelled like it and now it's just this amazing but it the floor was buckling the it's it, you it smelled know smelled like what i want mildew like oh. <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it was not there was it was still the you know some older scoreboards and just you know things like that so we got to check that out and all these gyms dude we would go and again i became fascinated with it and again so like there's lots of people writing books this is a fantastic book the from the uh hoosier hardwood project of all uh, lots of pictures of the old school gyms and stuff in there um but Again, I I had become zoned in on it from a very young age. That's all I wanted to do is go find old gyms. So me and you at times have driven across the state. Yep. And I would show him some of these old gyms and some of them like you would you like couldn't believe some of them. Like yeah. what they are. Um, one time me and him, this wasn't necessarily a high school gym, but it was a piece of history. Uh, we went through New Richmond, yep. which is the which is hickory which is the where actual film, town where they filmed hoosiers yep. the town itself obviously not the gym or the school um and talk if you guys to, uh we got to talk to oh, man, some locals her, there the local, what was her name oh at the man. diner little greasy spoon yeah that was awesome she got we got ice cream and then she was man what was her name she was the post we stopped she was in, in the movie she was in the movie numerous times she was the postmaster of new richmond at the time they wanted to come in and film and she had to convince the local, like everybody in New Richmond, that uh, the director and producer of Hoosiers, they were legit, basically. And let, let's do this. And look at it's now. The, the, yeah. Not because I'm, bi I'm biased. No, it's the greatest sports movie of all time. Yeah. 100%. And a lot of the local people there were in the movie. Yeah. It's like filler. And she would, and she would like travel to the, all the different scenes. Like she would go to Knightstown from New Richmond across the state. And she would be, she's behind the bench in, you know, numerous scenes in the gym and stuff. Yeah. Um, and speaking of Hoosiers, like this is again, us driving around my dad driving around Indiana. So we end up again before the whole Hoosiers kick the night before the Hoosier gym was, was what it is. Now we went to Nineveh, Indiana, which is, if you guys don't know, that's where the schoolhouse is. Just the schoolhouse was filmed. Okay. And it had actually 
like had burnt down. Somebody had got into it and, and, and you know, arson, I don't know if it was necessarily arson, but burnt it down. But next to that was the old Nineveh gym, which was like dilap- like dilapidated, like falling down. Mm-hmm. And my dad, being my dad, like I don't know why, but it's just, again, just a piece of history. My dad, my dad took like a piece of a, of foundation, like it was like a corner, not the cornerstone, but like a piece of the corner of the Nineveh school. So when you watch the movie Hoosiers, okay, and you look at the bottom, there's white, there's like these big white blocks underneath the Nine- in the Nineveh school and the Hickory school. And my dad has done lawn, has done like lawn care and um, landscaping for 20 plus years. And he incorporated that block and a piece of the gym, brick from the gym into his landscaping. And, you know, my dad's won awards and everything here in Laporte. And so like that's in my dad's flower beds is a piece of the Hickory Nineveh school, which is the Hickory school. That's cool. Yeah. So, <laughs> um. So in our vlog yesterday, or when we kind of went and, and you guys can watch this, but when we went on our, our little vlogging adventure, we went through the one, one past the one gym, and then we end up going through uh, another little town on the way home. And I said, you know, Colin, let's check. Like, I want to show you this. And he had seen it previously, and we wanted to show his girlfriend, Mary, who's Mary's actually from Maine. Yep. And so we're trying to, I don't know what the word is baptizer in Indiana basketball a little bit. <laughs> She's a phenomenal basketball player, but at least the Indiana way. Right. Yep. Um, and in this little town, I was like, there's going to be a gym. It's coming up. You know, we're pulling, we're getting into the town and I turned to like, it's on, it would be on our left-hand side. And I look and it's gone. The gym is gone. Like it was never it there. W- like it was never there. It's just a, like a grass knoll. Like yeah. a grass little hill. And it was the last time I just went through the town, which was not that long ago, it was standing in, and I might, I say in, I, I can't say for sure because like, I'm sure there was things wrong with it. It was from 1928. So the <laughs> thing's almost a hundred years old. Okay. But it was in somewhat of condition that it, they played open gym in it, things like that. And I, and I, and I'm not going to, you know, say, but it, if it wasn't in, I thought it was, but if it's, if it wasn't an Indiana, like, historic landmark it darn well should have been okay yeah. um and it was gone so colin looks it up and the gym we're talking about and again this is not to dog anybody or anything like that is the is the gym in bourbon indiana so home of the bourbon comments it was built in 1928 gorgeous like little building um and colin ended up looking it up and abc 57 out of elkhart did a little did a little video little, right? yeah a little video sure enough sure enough yeah they the school board had after many years and I, I this was probably a tough thing after many years of you know fighting wrestling with tearing it down because it cost them fifteen to twenty thousand dollars a year to main to maintain it heat and cool it there gets to a point and I was like t- I was telling my cousin about this today I was telling him about the gym the bourbon gym today in church and I told I told my cousin like our church isn't that old it's like built in the early eighties and I said I told I said Conrad if the if this church if we tore down the church to build a new one, like we're not gonna miss it. Like there's no, there's no, there's not anything that can't be replaced in it. When you get to the point of something that's 94 years old, you can't replace something like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like and they're, it's all they're, brick, right? I yeah, mean, it was all glazed block. It's not like this thing is rotting away. Termites have. Yeah, I, th- I not mean, that I know of. Maybe there was. You leaks can repair in it and stuff, masonry. But, yeah, you know. I just can't. I just couldn't believe that somebody didn't offer a dollar for it. Yeah, um, someone and, could have turned it into anything. I yeah, mean, it's warehousing. I mean, it, yeah, 
I, and maybe there was some stipulations or something. Maybe you couldn't turn it. But regardless, there is somebody out there that is probably give you a dollar for that. And um, what blows my mind the most is the school actually paid probably a substantial amount of money to, to get tear, it yeah. torn down and everything all the way where they could have just sold it to someone and it could have been used for the community and yeah, yeah not a not an efficient way to. I just yeah, and again I'm not resources. and again I yeah. don't know we me and Colin don't know what totally we can just only go by what i read in a couple articles and what the news channel said okay so i can't be really dogging anybody but you i don't just, know if it was filled with asbestos or something or yeah, yeah exactly maybe there was the but state i just couldn't no. believe something that 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 was in that grade of condition don't get me wrong if the whole roof's collapsed in all right tear it down then but if it was and it was like i'm there's pictures i've been flashing up of it um you know, I, it could be, it might, I, I know, I'm pretty sure the Hoosier Hardwood guys went in it. I don't know if it's actually in the book or not, but, um, I'm pretty sure I've seen them talk about it. So on the, then from bourbon, we ended up coming up the way, um, uh, we had, we ended up coming up past, uh, Potato Creek State Park, north of, north of North Liberty. Mm-hmm. So South of South Bend. And we went by another old school um that i've never seen anybody else take pictures of or document or anything like that and this is the green township school um and green township closed up in 1965 as a high school uh but was an elementary school since and in 2018 they shut their doors and now the school is just sitting there idle i read that south bend schools use it for storage and the there's actually two gyms and the one is from 1930 like even 1930 so that gym's almost a hundred years old, and we saw uh, that roof. We saw, you know, yeah. you guys know how like roofs have like they're like big sheets of rubber that cover the roof. It's not shingle. It's not, and it was like a piece was, and you could see the wood on the other side of it. So that is, you know, going to end up getting water in it, and you're going to end up, you know, losing a building that could, you know, and that's not dog in South Bend or anything like that, but South Bend Community Schools, but corporation, yeah. but man, it was just like it's sad to see some of this stuff. It's like I can't believe that people don't want to it's got you know people don't want to just sell it for a buck then it'll 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 get you you know it'll a burden it'll be off your shoulders if yeah i guarantee somebody would buy it so um yeah that was just something i and i we were going to talk about old gyms all the time because that's one of my favorite things and that's probably why i became a history major because i loved the history of any high school basketball and the gym is kind of the would have loved to not spoil our yeah our uh vlog but i would have loved to go in there i mean oh the one yeah go gyms. watch it we can't yeah we you guys the video's up but uh we were not able to get in that gym yet but hopefully trespassing signs but yeah maybe if you work for uh south bend school oh and oh, green township yeah, yeah i'm talking yeah. oh that would be awesome yeah that would be really cool yeah i heard that somebody told me speaking of this <clears throat> this which is, i got That's this which is pretty cool um it's not quite like this um but speaking of old rims okay at green township i was told in again there was two gyms one was built in 1930 and is in the center of that part of the school and one was built in the very very late 50s um and that one's still there too that's a much bigger gym um but i hear that in the original one there are rims there are rims in the original green township school that are unlike, how do I say it? They're like incredibly rare. Like the way that they're almost like uh, ornate, like one of a like one of a kind. Like people will pay thousands for them because they're so hmm. 
they're so original. I'll I'll have to flash a picture. I'm sure I can find one that I've been told are in that gym. Um, but yeah, they're not quite like this. I thought this was super cool, but I I pulled it out talking about rims. This is like literally like a like a door hinge, like a big like an old barn hinge, welded. Um, make definitely sure home, have, definitely homemade. <laughs> make sure you have your tetanus shot before you dunk on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> that is cool. Yeah. Look at the weld right there. Yeah, the welds are insane. But yeah, man. So, but speaking of speaking of rims, so. that's cool. Um, yeah. So if you got an old gym, just talk to me first. I I'll take it off your hands. I'll take the deed and I'll pay the taxes. Just let me know. <laughs> Okay, don't tear it down. We got you covered. All right, yep. guys. So, uh, uh, again, if you haven't checked out any of our vlog, our our vlog that we posted, um, please do. It's only like 10, 12 minutes, and I think you'll be entertained for that 10, 12 minutes. So, uh, leave any comments you want to leave. Uh, our Gmail is there, and also follow us on Instagram. We'll post some cool stuff on Instagram as well. Uh, maybe next time we're gonna see. Get somebody else on here and have a little interview. Yeah. So be ready for that. And uh, see y'all later.